I think we're going live everywhere, ladies and gentlemen. How are you? Gracious to back again. I believe we're at show 14. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Somewhere uh, in there. Somewhere in there. Yeah. I think it's 14. <laughs> and it seems like uh it's going live on Instagram, but we're in the feed this time. So I don't know if they got their shit together. Hmm. Um, I'm not sure though. I will show the audience this bad boy. This is your gracious two gear. Oh, uh, snap. Yes. I got to get some. I need, I need a coffee mug. <laughs> Dude, totally. They got nice travel mugs. They got cool, uh, you know, regular mugs. They got all that jazz. Um, Wait. Yes. So we do have our young Bobby with us. We did have the, the beauty of a live show, right, folks? We had uh, two guests uh, booked. Well, really one guest booked. Uh, they canceled kind of last minute. And I had somebody else to kind of fill in, but they had a, an emergency. So we're flying solo. It's just us. You get to hear us bullshit the whole time. Yes. <laughs> if uh, somebody has my number and wants to try to chime in, uh, I'll see if I could get you on. Sometimes I get so distracted by text and stuff. I just don't look at it. My ADHD doesn't allow me to do multiple things at once. Yes. It's amazing. I could be in the middle of something and like forget what the hell I'm doing. And then all of a sudden I'm like, what? And I'm on to other things. It's it's a beautiful, a beautiful affliction I have. Oh, I mean, you know, as we all get older, that sh shit happens to us all the time. That's why I may interject sort of uh, out of the blue on you sometimes because I'm thinking of something. I got to say it. I'll forget it. It goes. Yeah. Later. <laughs> Gone forever. And I'll remember it after the show's over. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. You're like, shit. Yes. Um, Oh, okay. Um, yeah, if you want to pull that up, Bobby, if you got it. Uh, Bobby has some um, information on, I don't even know. It was uh, something about Israel and Hamas in uh, 2012. Uh, but oh, it's, it's The Economist magazine showed Israel fighting Hamas, exactly how it happened. Um, they coming in on the, the paragliders. And it was all it was all shown to us in 2012. Wow, it's like pre-programming. That's what they do. They say, nice, exactly. I was going to say, Bobby, you're correct. They pre-program you for all this shit, and you just got to connect the dots. Once it happens, you're like, oh yeah, it's pretty fucking wild. It is wild, man. You, like you know, uh, you don't think that we're uh, the United States is full of propaganda and and all this stuff, but we're being led just as. Uh, blindly as say Russia and China, to be honest. I mean, we don't know what politicians have our best interests and everybody who runs off their campaign doesn't fulfill their promises. Um, I don't know. Cards are stacked against us. Seemingly more and more. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Chad, I was checking some stuff out. Um, when you guys started live or public affection back in the day, it was a three piece with you, Chad Taylor and Patrick Dalheimer. Am I correct? That's correct. Now is that eighth grade? Eighth grade. Now is that the start with uh was that public affection and then Ed joined, or did you guys were you nameless at that point? Our very first name. Um so it was the three of the three of us in eighth grade, nineteen eighty-five. Our very first name was First Aid. Ah. And we did a talent show at the school, the school talent show in eighth grade under that under that name. And okay. we won the talent show. We won 20 bucks. Nice. And we had all the screaming girls in the audience, which is, you know, that was like, oh, okay, this is pretty cool. We like this. Yeah. <laughs> first and uh, and so that uh, that was at the end of the school year. So we went into summer of 85. 
between and then we run in the freshman be freshman high school in, okay. you know that that fall and that's when uh ed came to chad and he came to one of the practices and they, they were talking and then chad was like we're gonna bring you know we knew ed ed was in different classes than we were okay ed's, ed's a very pseudo i mean super intellectual guy but in, in in middle school he was like a metalhead dude like a like in the aussie and shit uh. and so he was in kind of the second tier classes Whereas Patrick Chad and I were in the like first year classes. Oh wow! Don't ask me how because, like I said, he's super smart. But like, I think it was like almost like a badge of honor to him at that point because he was like fucking metalhead dude, you know, like a badass. Yeah. So anyway, so we knew Ed, but we weren't in any classes with him. But Chad knew him from from elementary school. Oh. And so that summer, Chad's like, "Yeah, Ed wants to come over and play with us." We're like, oh, "Okay, cool. What's he play? Well, yeah, it's guitar. Well, okay, well, he come over and he's playing guitar with us." And I think at some point we we're like, let's let's try a song. Ed, you want to sing? He's like, yeah, I'll sing. Rock up. We did. I think we did summer of '69. Nice. And he and so he left. This is in my basement in okay. my house. I lived in this kind of three story townhouse in York, three thirty one North Newberry Street. If you ever want to go check it out, yeah, still there. Annoy the new owners. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, so we came. You know, he leaves the basement, and then uh. The three of us looking at each other were like, man, he's the singer. Yeah. We just, just fucking decided, which is actually what he wanted to do, but we didn't know that when he came. He wanted to be the singer, but how fun. Yeah. So so when you so the first time you guys play together, you hear it, you're like, okay, we found our singer. How long yes. were you three playing together before Ed had joined? Oh boy. I mean, we started rehearsing for that talent show probably so that talent show was in june-ish we started rehearsing for it in maybe like april or may okay so, so maybe a couple months gotcha before that and you know mr mr karn our music teacher put us together oh wow so the yeah. world owes him a fucking huge uh round of applause thank you sir. Oh, absolutely yeah we've he, he was on our behind the music because we we've already we always tell the story about mr karn being involved and putting us the three of us together and then um, he was he was our music teacher because Ed played trumpet in the band, Chad played trumpet in the band, I played sax, Patrick played all kinds of percussion stuff. And so Mr. Karn put us together. He's still a teacher in the York, York City School District to this oh, day. Oh wow, cool. And he's an amazing violinist and uh bass player. That's why Patrick was inspired by him. Really good jazz bass player, amazing. Yeah. Um, but still teaching. Good for him, man. Yeah. Hopefully still inspiring the youth, too, to uh, follow their dreams, so to speak. It seems to, yeah. Nice. He's a great teacher. I mean, obviously, he's been doing it this long. He's an amazing teacher, and he fostered our uh, our dream. For sure. Now, uh, so ninth grade, I guess you uh, four get together. or, or yeah. around that. And then uh, I think the first gig you guys played was Temple Dance? No, the first gig we played was this... this uh, lady named Katie Carlson, who was unfortunately passed away oh. and her friend, Jody Bradford. Um, they had us play at her. She had like a party in her house. And that was kind of the first thing we ever played. Hmm. And <clears throat> at that point we changed our name over summer from, from first aid to action front, which then became the name of our primary uh, corporation, which is still in existence. Action front and action front unlimited incorporated. Okay. That still controls the trademark of live to this gotcha. day. Um, so we were action front for a little bit. We played her party, just covers and stuff. We were just doing covers at this point. 
And that was 80, probably, well, towards the end, maybe, maybe 86. You know, we were in high school then, so it was like 86 or 87. Can't remember exactly. We did a lot of practicing with no gigs. That's good, though. I mean, you guys were honing the craft because yeah. it almost seems like as soon as you guys started playing out, it wasn't too long before you're playing like Chameleon Club, CBGBs. Like, it seemed like a pretty, like, fast ramp up. Yeah, we so we did her party in like maybe 86 or 87. 87, we jumped up. We were at the Temple Dance, and we jumped up between the book, the bands that were booked, the band that was booked. They let us jump up between one of their uh, set breaks. Nice. We played like three songs, blew that, blew the fucking doors off the place. Hell yeah. All the chicks were going crazy. We're like, all right. So we got X asked to do it the, the following year, 1988. Uh, so we headlined it. Ah, because there is a video of you guys playing at the Temple Dance. I wonder if it's from the original or if it's from the next year. Uh, you're playing, I believe, an REM cover. I'm not. I'm not sure. I saw it a while ago. But yeah, that I don't know if that was the. I think that was when we jumped up. Ah, so cool. So Hold on, cool. My, yeah, man. My my Bobby, ex is texting me about my my son's paper. I couldn't get printed today. That we <laughs> talked about earlier. Yeah. Chad had to, uh, Chad got told last minute rather than last night that something needed to be printed. And, uh, here we are, Bobby, why don't you, uh, if you have that thing ready to uh, share, why don't you pull that up on the screen and I'll start talking about that while, uh, Chad responds to his, uh, and then, so we were action front for most of that time. And then we, then we went through a bunch of weird fucking names, like bad odor boys, <laughs> Bob, and we were oh, club wow. fungus for a bit. <laughs> I've never heard these names. Yeah. And then we settled on, on public affection in like 80, end of 88, 89 or somewhere in there. Oh, no, we were public affection when we played Temple Dance. So that's to be like 88. Ah. And then, uh, oh, geez. So is, is this it, Bobby? This is uh, what you wanted to pull up? I'm going to get back to that. Yeah, this, is, has this, up. this cool. is the cover. Um, you see here, Hamas, Israel, <laughs> and they're fighting each other. Wow. With the little paragliders. I mean, Holy shit. Oh, geez, that, I mean, for sure. But so did Hamas the copy The Economist? <laughs> yeah, The Economist always has pre-programming. Always. Right. Well, wow. that this, this, this shows the seven sins, the seven deadly sins. You could see if you zoom in. I really, I'm not sure how to zoom it in now. Yeah. But, but did um, The Simpsons predict this? Right. That's the most important <laughs> part, because they... They get everything. <laughs> yeah, Mac Rowing is a uh, is a mason. Yeah, he's, he's a thirty third degree mason. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah. he he knows what the fuck's going on. Ah. All right, here we go. Let's zoom this in. That's twenty five hundred dollars for that. You say why the fuck is that book so expensive? All right here we go. Oh, there you go. All right, so look this this was in two thousand fucking twelve, right? And it's pretty much showing you what the fuck happened. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't think we can forget, right? They've been kind of fighting since nineteen like sixty seven, right? When they took yeah, but the gliders and everything—that's yeah. too much, bro. Yeah, that that's is too. That's, that's too on that's the money. Pretty fucking wild, yeah. This also shows the seven deadly sins: gluttony, oil, America. You know, uh, is that Kim Jong Un or ill right there? <laughs> yeah, that's Kim Jong. You got Putin. You got they got uh, Assad right there, Bashar al Assad, and fucking. Yep. Then you got guy? Satan. Medina job. Satan's <laughs> over here with the climate change bullshit machine. Oh my god! There you go. Wow. India and China polluting the shit out of the world. Still, still I guess, nobody cares. 
I guess we need to know who wrote this book and uh, what. And then you got you got Obama here, yeah. and he's 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 on the, the the worst sin, the sin that made Lucifer fall, pride, pride. Interesting. And and he's the one that allowed all the the, the gay uh, marriage. He's the one that signed that into law. I'm all for gay marriage, by the way. If you want to fucking no, I'm not saying nothing's bad about it. I'm just saying that's. Well, I just wanted to make that statement. But that was after he and and Biden took the stance that they were against gay marriage, and then they signed (laughs) it in. Then they were for gay marriage because it's on agenda. It worked for their political gains. Right. You got Simon. You got Simon Cowell here, and and the devil's singing. (laughs) Judging. And then you got the devil's hacking. That's we're going to see cyber attacks in the next couple months. It just happened in Kiev uh, today, actually. So uh, President Zelensky is in Washington D.C. and Ukraine just got hit with a crazy cyber. Yeah, Yeah. from Russia asking for more money. Sixty-four billion dollars. Oh my God! Fuck you. Ten billion, bro. My son just told me that the average age of the combat soldier in Ukraine is guess. Oh, I'm I'm gonna say young man, uh, 18, 20? No, no, really, no. 14. Oh, 54. 54. Yes. Holy shit. That shows their lack of manpower to go forward. This is they're they're fucked. Yeah, I mean, they're, that's fucked. Look that's at the real. young kids in America too. The young kids in America, they're not ready to fight anything. Well, I don't know if it's they're the Ukrainians unwilling to fight. I think that's how many people they fucking lost. Yeah. They're, oh, okay. They're grinding down to the. I mean, that's what that's what happened to the Germans in World War II. They started their soldiers got older and older, or skewed younger and younger into like twelve and eleven year olds defending yeah. the homeland from Russians. Right. Look. So, and Russia, man, in World War II, they like and they they suffered a crazy amount of loss. I don't know if this is true, but I just watched on Netflix. Uh, it's like the World War II uh, something, but it's all they all colorized it, so it looks dope. Mm-hmm. At the end, it said that 60 million people were lost in that war. That can't be true. Oh, uh, yeah, I think that's true. Yeah, I could. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Oh, my God. Civilians and combat deaths. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, man. I thought like, uh, you know, because you always hear the 8 million uh, Jewish people that were in the Holocaust and all that stuff. So I thought maybe you add like another eight or 10, you know, 18 million, 60 million people, dude. That's- we lost 450,000 soldiers. Yeah. And we came conflict. in late. We came yeah, in. We came in late, but you, I mean, you had the whole Eastern theater with the Japanese just slaughtering the fucking Chinese. I mean, by the millions. Yeah. And whoever else they invaded, you know? Right. And then you had uh, Russia. If we didn't have them in that war, man, they incurred big losses and still kept running soldiers out there. Cause they, they, uh, it was a big, you know, part of of you know winning. I think. Oh, for sure, yeah, absolutely. I don't. There's, I mean, there's immense speculation that we wouldn't have won the war without Russia's, you know, being right. involved. Yeah, I I agree. Our young Bobby said that Russia should be our allies. I mean, if they were to get their shit together and be more democratic, I mean. I thought honestly, when when Trump was in office and him and Putin were having meetings and stuff, I thought that was like a a start to turning things around. And then, I agree. yeah, and then but of course the media classified it as he's he's buddying up to Trump or he's buddying up to Putin. He must be Putin crony. It's like oh yeah. my god, 
yeah, that's what's going on. You don't talk to the world leaders that you want to, you know, like try to have some kind of peace with. You just right. ignore them. Okay, sure. I mean, his diplomacy was amazing. I mean, just to, you know, not that this guy deserves any world stage, but to just talk to the North Korean leader, Kim Jong-un, just to see where his mind is at. I think that's a fucking great, brilliant move. Maybe this guy just needs to have his taint tickled a little bit and, uh, you know, he won't be such a fucking evil prick. But, yeah, you know, it was worth a try. It was worth a try. I mean, uh, the whole time he didn't, he wasn't firing missiles right. and stuff. Right. You hear that North Korea's got uh, a spy satellite now? Great. Yeah. That's, I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, I, I heard their, like, you know, resolution and shit of what they could see is pretty, pretty, like, uh, Stone Age. But still. It's probably that... a helium balloon. Right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, China, but the whole, the whole Russia-Ukraine thing, I mean, that was just... We've been pushing on them for fucking decades and threatening them to put Ukraine in into NATO and... Right. And that was that was Putin's red line. And here yeah. we are. And they just kept pushing him. So we told you that was the red line. He told everybody that was the red line. Now here we are. And we got fucking Zelensky begging us for billions of dollars more. They they have so much corruption in their leadership. There's all kinds of Ukrainian officials that are getting busted for embezzling money, taking oh, money. Yeah. I saw I saw this uh lady who was in Monaco in a cab and she's driving down the the uh the, the road where all the gigantic super yachts are mm -hmm. and the cab driver's like i've never seen so many ukrainian flagged yachts in monaco <laughs> <laughs> oh because we're sending them money with no fucking accounting who knows where right. it goes right i mean and now he now here he is again i need 64 billion more dollars the fucking balls on this guy is ridiculous but i mean the speculation is that he has so much on biden he can just come and fucking ask for it and like okay here you go I am so sure on that. I mean, because that was before this war started, that was like the big story is all the uh, shady dealings that Hunter Biden did in Ukraine to, to yeah. political That's favor. Where Burisma was from, that he was on the board of that gas company getting $83,000 a month for God knows how long. And his dad was sitting there. What this, I think it was a council of foreign relations meeting where he was like, yeah, so I wanted them to fire the prosecutor, and I said, you don't get the billion dollars if you don't fire him. And what do you know? He, they fired some bitch. Right. But he had nothing to do with anything. Big Joe, a little Joe didn't know anything. I Joe wonder, doesn't know anything. I wonder what it takes for people to just start doing a little bit of research and just kind of, you know, checking out the other side of the coin type of deal. Like, I've always been that type of person. If somebody tells me, me something. Too. Yeah. yeah. I need to check it out and, and make sure because I just don't think how a smart, logical person sees what's going on uh, in these past three to almost four years and thinks everything is OK. Like uh, these policies are great. They're working. Right. Or that, you know, there's all this all this corruption, obvious corruption on the Biden side. But they obvious. have Trump on trial. Right. For all this bullshit. Right. Yeah. Bullshit. They're all cool with that because it's Trump because they they've been taught. That he's evil and he's to be hated. Did you see that uh, Jim Brewer skit that's been going around? Uh, no. About Trump, about Trump supporters, or people that are anti-Trump. He's. I mean, I can't really imitate him, but he's. It's funny to look up. Would it's, definitely. It's hilarious. When Bobby gets back here, we'll see if he can pull that up. He had to. Uh, I think tinkle. I'm not sure. Ow. But it's just strange, dude. Like I have, I have like family members um, who I love and respect. 
and they're just not paying attention to like what's going on. And they're still all pro left yeah. and pro Biden and stuff. And I'm like, can you tell me why? And then if they ask me like, well, what do you support Trump for? I could list 150 different reasons why. This is just about every fucking person you ever try to get an answer out of. I have seen some people switch, but I've also seen a lot of people just burying their head in the sand and 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 going off of uh, you know headlines and not really diving into it. I mean, it's clear that uh, there's so much corruption in the Biden household. Uh, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's it's evident. I mean, look at the fucking just the cocaine thing in the White House. Right. <laughs> I mean, just that alone is like, how the fuck does you're going to tell me that the uh, the who's this Secret Service? Oh, I thought someone was coming on. You're going to tell me that the Secret Service can't figure out whose cocaine that was? They they fucking know. But they've been embarrassed now because Biden has, like, forbid them to fucking tell anybody because it's it's obviously Hunter. Who else is bringing coke into the White House? And not only that, who else would be the only one to do that and get away with it? Right. Have the ability to even fucking do it. Right, right. The most secure house in the fucking, probably one of the most secure buildings in the fucking whole world. It better be, right? <laughs> you would hope. I yeah. mean, like I said, I don't want to disparage the Secret Service because I think they're an amazing, amazing organization, but Same. they've had to look stupid in front of in for all this because Biden's a corrupt piece of shit and his son's a fucking drug addict. Yeah, yeah. Dude, did you, uh, in 1901, President McKinley was assassinated. Did you know that? Sure, yeah. I didn't even, I mean, I've heard the name McKinley. I did not hear that he was assassinated, but it seems like if you go through the history of our presidents, it's like every fucking 40 to 60 years, somebody's getting fucking attentive. Oh, yeah. So I remember watching this. Uh, there was this documentary thing back in like the 80s or 90s called The Zero Factor. Right. Every Just about any, not just about, but any president that's been assassinated was elected in the zero year. Oh, wow. So McKinley, Lincoln, the attempt on Reagan, he was elected in a zero year, and a bunch of others. Kennedy, I'll have to say Kennedy. So Kennedy. a few more. Who else was assassinated? Yeah. Kennedy. Was it anyway. Kennedy zero? You might be right. Oh, I believe, yeah. I think it was 1960. Yeah. So that could that's a zero year, right? That's what you mean by zero year? Yeah. 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 Any yeah. end of any year that ended in zero. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Um just when I start like dissecting information like that, I'm like, okay, who the fuck is going to have the, you know, wherewithal or, or whatever to assassinate a U.S. president unless somebody on the inside is helping with that is like my, uh, unless we're just that weak of a country and I just have this faith in us that, you know, we, sh- I shouldn't. Um, it seems to me like that should be the hardest person in the world to uh you know uh, try to assassinate or assassinate well in times past there was no secret service i mean and people you could just go basically walk into the white house like back in the day there was right <laughs> it wasn't as it wasn't as secure as it is now and there definitely was no secret service I, I think was there secret when did the secret service start the secret service started to i think um to 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 guard our gold like that was their gold the gold I yes think, yeah it wasn't even to protect the president and, and stuff like that. It was like to protect our gold. Yes. But when, when did they start protecting the president? That Was it after Lincoln? Oh, you got me, man. Yeah. Um, that up. I think it was definitely after Lincoln. Yeah, it was. 
It was before was, McKinley, or maybe around there. I don't know. But was it after? Was it there? Was there Secret Service during Kennedy? Yeah, there's Secret Service then. Definitely. Yeah. Do you know all presidents are related except McKinley? What do you mean by that? They're what? all cousins. Really? They're all related. Yeah. You can find that information out online. Yep. Wow. That sounds like um um every single one. Fact check that. I'm not I'm not sure on that. I've They're, not heard that. Real. One, fact either. check it. Fact check it. Fact check it. But but people fact check it. Don't give me your fucking Facebook fact check. That's all bullshit <laughs> and uh, leading. Exactly. The Instagram fact checkers. Right. No, it's all over. It's all over the internet. All over. There's a lot of shit but, on the internet that's not true. Like the Earth. No, I, I I know that. I know that. But you know what I mean. <laughs> so, yeah. But like so back back to the whole you know lefty thing and like how how they're entrenched in their beliefs. Like you know, you saw people wearing masks. You saw people telling you that they're quite, like I, I see all these women on on all these apps are like, I'm quadruple vaxxed. I'm like, why? Yeah. And who fucking cares, first of all, and yeah. why? Or I'm vaxxed, you should be too. Yeah. Why? Vaxxed and masked. <laughs> vaxxed and masked. So if you're vaxxed and believe in it, then it doesn't matter what I do because you're immune. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yo, so, No. no. Uh, Mr. Howard Stern's best friend, Ralph Sorella, died of an unusual heart, uh, you know, issue. And I didn't see this, yeah. Mr. Bob, you got to mute yourself. Uh, Mr. Howard Stern doesn't <laughs> um, doesn't find any relation to, you know, the guy being like 56 and he fucking dies of some heart disease that he never had before. You don't find No, him. they won't. No. They won't. He, no, they just won't. They won't even match it up. They don't. They don't, they're, they're like fucking blind to it. They don't even want to know about it. Is Can it, I chime in one thing? Please. Sure. I, I know six people now, and I was with one that that's had a heart attack since they've had the vaccine. Six yeah. people personally. I believe well, my, 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 my boy George, he, uh, he, had, he had a heart attack. He was vaxxed. Yeah. yeah. That's before I got to him. He, he, got, he got vaxxed as soon as it came out. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? He's like, what do you mean? Like, um, doing my duty. He gave it to his kids too. I'm like, what are you, uh, the fuck are you doing, man? I was like, watch, watch this video. Watch, 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 uh, what was his name? Uh, Dr. Malone on Joe Rogan, the yeah. guy who helped invent the, the technology. He's like, do not take this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do not take it. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. like, I'm going to listen to that guy. Right. He was the only guy involved in the team of those people that invented that, including Fauci, that was not getting paid from it. Oh, yeah, yeah, hmm. But uh, that's all bullshit, though. I just saw a good quote by Elon Musk. He's like, he's like something like paraphrasing. He's like, they're coming after me because I exposed the liars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they hate me because I exposed the liars, but they don't hit the liars. It's, they they love that's that's the fucking world. It's so weird, man. Backwards. It, it's fucking. It's strange, dude. It it's like I I it's lost upside down it. clown world. That's what I always call it. It's fucking weird. Mm-hmm. And I even lost. so, and then I, I was listening to a show today, and the guy was saying that you know, <clears throat> it's like the media will will destroy people for telling you the truth until they tell the truth, like right. shit that you knew was not real. Yeah. They're 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 blocking people for it and they're canceling people for it. And then all of a sudden one day it's like, oh no, the Hunter Belt laptop is real. 
Right. Oh. Exactly. Trump was oh. colluding with Russia. Oh, really? Oh, wow. But we're just going to shove that under the rug and you just keep listening to us because we're telling you the truth. Like, people just keep fucking listening to him. Well, I was watching the new... And we're the whack jobs. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> Sorry, what, that's what said. Just oh, oh, good. Time. I'm watching the news last week and reporters are asking, um, you know, President Biden directly... Did you have any uh, relations with your son's business partners? No, no. And then they skipped to the 1100 pages of fucking factual proof that they have that he not only met them, but has done shady shit with them. And like the guy's just sitting there lying to us, to our face. He but- is a pathological liar. This is, He's done this his whole fucking career. He lies about fucking everything, right. literally to your right. face. I was a college professor. I was the top of my class. I have a fucking law degree from here and here. It's like all lies, just right. fucking lies. It's well, insane. That provable and that in your face, how do you respect the person like that? Like if my, you know, significant other or somebody was like literally lying to my face, like how do I fucking, how am I okay with that? I'm not. It, it's absolutely absurd. And they it, just keep on going along with it and keep wanting to vote for them. Is it that people have been wrong for so long that they can't like admit like what like they were duped and like this isn't the fucking savior? Like I think that's a big part of it is like that most people don't want to admit that they've been fucking, you know, that they've been duped. That's the key to healing though and and moving forward. You know, you gotta realize like your abuser who abused you and then get out of that relationship, you know? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Once you wake up to your abuse, you got to be like, okay, I'm out of here. Or, or yeah. you just put your head down and keep getting shit whacked out of you. Yeah. Like I feel like the entire or a lot of the half of the U.S. has got Stockholm syndrome and they're just like infatuated with their captor. Well, exactly. Yes. They they are defending their abuser. Nailed it. You nailed it. Thank you, sir. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just strange, man. Um, I'll tell you something that fucking freaked me out and I got to do my more research on this, but I think it's true uh, that the moon is moving away from earth just at a like regular pace. Nothing crazy like fucking three millimeters a year or something. Mm -hmm. But at some point it'll be so far, um, you know, moved away from earth that it'll like either drop out of our orbit and not, you know, because it controls our tides. It blocks the sun. There's a lot Mm -hmm. of, make us this uh, lovely earth that we have. And I'm reading this. I'm like, holy shit, dude, that's scary. But supposedly it's a very, very long time away. But yes, what's a very, very long time away? Like, you know, how old is the planet? And we've kind of been recording history for a couple thousand years. And that seems to have gone by in a blink of an eye. So in the grand scheme of things, time could be slow or just crazy, crazy fast. And I'm just not sure where we're at there. Um, got to get to yeah, Mars. Cuban. I've heard about this. I mean, I mean, yes, yeah, it's it's, it's uh, moving away from us a little slightly every year, and eventually it will not be in our orbit anymore. It'll Dude, I had, around us. Yeah, I had no idea that the moon was formed by. I watched this whole thing. Like, basically, a huge ass <laughs> asteroid banged into Earth, like blazing blow. Yes. Yeah, dude, like it broke <laughs> apart Earth, and that portion of Earth became the fucking moon. Wasn't I thought it was a protoplanet? So like, was, what, wasn't it a protoplanet? Oh, I would. I don't even know what a protoplanet is. That's <laughs> just like a small. Planet. Tiamat. Tiamat was the name of it. 
the Tiamat? Yeah. Yeah, uh, there's, there's a lot to research in that area. That's what struck us, Tiamat, or yeah, no, it was like a glass and glowed and like yeah. Go ahead. Supposedly there's an elliptical orbit planet called Nibiru that that <laughs> circles, that like circles every like couple thousand years. Every yeah. time it comes around, it causes cataclysms because anything in our skies is gonna mess with our seismic activity, volcanic activity. You could see with the sun. The sun's energy is affecting all the seismic activity right now. Right. We're in a solar maximum right now. Yeah, man. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've looked into the whole Nibiru thing. Like Some people call it Planet X, and there is a large body that they're detecting out past the, uh, what is it, Oort cloud? Mm-hmm. But it's, you know, the, it's a few masses, what, a few masses of Earth? It's, it's pretty big. Jeez. But you can't see it. Which is strange. Right. I mean, do you think that they have, like, say something was coming at us, do you think they have the technology now to fucking... I know they have this dark system that supposedly could hit an asteroid and, like, knock it out of the its movement and kind of send it into a different type of orbit or, or some shit. But you think they actually have the technology to stop something from crashing into us at this point or no? I don't know. It yeah. depends on how, how, you know, depends on when they see it, how far exactly. away it is. I was hoping you would say yes, and I could just take that and put it as gospel and feel safe. But uh, well, what was the movie? Bruce Willis. That was a great movie. Oh, you're Armageddon. Right. Armageddon. Yes, exactly. Armageddon. That was a great right. movie. Water. I don't know if you're too cold to drink water. You want some water? Bobby, mute yourself. Jesus, Thank Christmas. You. Um, sorry about that, folks. Uh, sorry. All good. All good. What do you What do you have on the background, dude? Is what's going on over there? No, no, it's my boy. He was asking me if I want something to drink. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Tell your boy you're live on uh, on everywhere you could be. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, Chad, getting back to um those early days, um. So we, I think we said about eighty six, eighty seven. Um. You know, you played Temple Dance a couple times. When or how did you start playing? Like in New York or or CBGBs? Was this like after you put out Death of a Dictionary, I'm guessing it, it was. Yeah, 87 played and then 88 played Temple Dance. And then 89 was our last year. So that was um that's when we graduated in 89, June of 89. So um that we played the Temple Dance and then we were raising money. We sold we sold bonds yes. to, to our all our friends and family to raise twelve thousand dollars to make a record. And actually, you know. Chad Taylor got that idea from his dad's boss. His dad worked for this big construction company and this guy named uh, Dominic Perini. Nice. And Chad sat and, you know, asked him for money to make a record. And he's like, I'll tell you how to make, you know, how to get money from making a record and sell junk bonds. And he's like, what? <laughs> so we sold junk bonds, hundred bucks a piece, friends and family. And uh, actually Dominic Perini bought the first one that day, mm-hmm. put in a hundred bucks. And we raised 12 grand. At this point, we had badgered this guy, David Sestek, into being our manager. Like, we didn't leave him alone until he said yes. I don't know how or fucking why we picked him, but we did. Right. Um, And uh, so he was our manager. We started making the record. 
And we actually got the, so we made that record during school because we got the copies of it before, right before we graduated, we got the cassettes. Oh, wow. So it was in the spring on the weekends, we would go up to that studio. Actually, it only took like two days. We recorded everything in two days. Wow. I think it was over a weekend. So went to the studio outside of, uh, Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania, up near, actually up near Bill. Maybe East Stroudsburg. I know that. Maybe, yeah. Oh, fuck, what's the damn name of the town? Anyway, there's a studio up there this guy owned. And uh, we found it through the guy who produced this guy named Benji, uh, Benji King, who has passed away. And Chad met Benji on a flight to Geneva with his parents, saw this guy carrying a keyboard. Actually, that's how we got our manager, too. Because wow. Benji King was in a cover. Benji King played in a bunch of pretty well-known bands. And unfortunately I can't remember the name of him right now, but he was a keyboard player, but he also produced. And so he was like, he told Chad, Chad talked to him on the plane. He's like, Hey, you should, you know, hook up with this guy, David Sestek. So that's how we got David because Benji worked with David. And then once we figured out we're making a record, then we had Benji produce the record. Okay. And Benji picked the studio. It's all Eastern PA stuff, man. It's all homies from Eastern PA. Nice. <laughs> so, OG. so we made that record. We got the we we had the cassettes the night of our graduation because I remember us holding them and like fucking graduating. Uh, uh, and so that's and right after that, when that summer is when we started playing at CBGBs. Wow, we graduated. So and we played our first gig sometime that summer. Got you. Um, I, I'm a big fan of that for of the public affection album, Death of a Dictionary. I mean, uh, morning humor, paper flowers. I was always hoping that you guys would bring one or two of those songs uh, back into your set list, but I don't think you've played anything from that album since Mental Jewelry came out. I mean, I'm thinking. No, no. Good, good pain was on that record. So, yeah, that's we right. Played that touring, and I think there was one other song that was on that record that that was on Mental Jewelry as well. You're saying, yeah. Hmm. I know Good Pain for sure. Uh, and what a difference in versions, man. Like, you know, a lot of times you hear people re-record songs that they once had and their, you know, their vision isn't as cool as it once was. That is a song that became way better, man. That's a fucking great, great song. There's more Thank you. in it. Oh, um, Good Pain. Yeah. That was like, we love that record. I mean, we love that song. Hell yeah. Great, great, great song. Trying to uh, look up the playlist. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, you guys should re-release that and put it out on Apple. I mean, your fans would love to to hear that stuff. And it's never been officially released since, you know, live became live, I don't think. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it hasn't. It's, someone the other day just wrote me and said, it's only available on cassette. I'm like, yeah, it is only available on cassette. Yeah. Isn't that strange? Unfortunately. Uh, let me ask you this, Chad, because uh, you were talking about, you know, the girls going crazy at the 8th grade dance and stuff so you kind of got a, a glimpse of uh you know what it's like to be a rock star what is like your do you have you had a crazy fan moment where you're like yo this person uh i don't know here they're a little nuts like because i mean you guys um you know your fans are die hard i mean they really they really dig you know you guys and, and the music so i could see them being you know sometimes above and beyond i never had anything too crazy in like personally in someone's personal space i mean maybe ed and chad have i don't know but right me personally i'm because i'm the drummer I, i'm like kind of i'm kind of uh invisible anyway i like it that way <laughs> yeah <laughs> so you know they, they, all the fucking crazies go to ed right like, 
they want to talk about the lyrics and stuff, you know. <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, but uh, yeah, there's been some online that have been like, "What the fuck, man?" There's, there's, there's <laughs> actually last, last, uh, last episode. My mom, How's the kids? Bobby, Bobby. Bobby. Uh, I'm muted. Then it's your ex one, dude. It's X that's coming through. Sorry, guys. See, here, let me boot X real quick. See if I can do that. You know, my kids love their grandparents. There we go. Boot X. Got it. Muted. There we go. All righty. Uh, sorry about that, folks. Sorry. Right. So my mom was saying that there was some some girl making comments last uh our last episode on Facebook, making some crazy shit, and uh, my mom's like, "Yeah, this girl saying all this." Live should sue this and that. I'm like, what's her name? He's like, oh, yeah, I know who that is. Dude, okay. you don't even know all the crazies that come through uh, on there. Uh, yeah. And I, I try to take uh, my time and talk, uh, you know, to everybody who reaches out. But sometimes I'm like, really, person? Um, you're a little <laughs> strange. Um, yeah, it's okay. Par for the course, though. Yeah. But no one's a, that's been, like, dangerous or anything like that. Like, that's never good. been. You know, we got some crazy fan letters. We used to, I mean, when we started getting fan mail yeah. back in like the nineties, we would read through it and shit. And some of it was fucking nutty, but you know, you expect that, but nothing, nothing that was ever like, we got to get, you know, security guards for our families and shit, that kind of stuff. No, nobody asked you to send them a soiled piece of underwear. <laughs> <laughs> no, we did collect a, a whole bunch of brawls one time up on a plane of college in 2000s. Yes. yes. I think we got like 150 brawls. It was pretty sweet. Fuck yeah. Good night. <laughs> um, I don't know if you, but Bobby was asking if you could send him a soiled piece of underwear. So that's why I brought it up. Yeah, man. No problem. <laughs> he wants to, uh, he wants to clone you. I think Chad Gracie 2.0. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what do you, what do you use uh, skin cells for that? Cause I'm shooting blanks. The second, uh, no problem. <laughs> what didn't they clone a sheep back in the day, Dolly? And then, like, I haven't heard about cloning since. Like, what what happened there? Uh, yeah, they did clone Dolly. I don't know. Like, are they still clone? Like, I I think I just heard that Barbara Streisand sand Streisand. It's like a Z. It's not Streisand. It's Streisand. Anywho, yeah. um, I heard she yes. had her dog Perhaps. cloned. Uh, wow. Yeah. It's yeah, like, I heard that. Could. I guess you could if you got that loot, man. Yeah, whatever. It, 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 so that's brings you to the question: like, is that really that dog? I mean, you know, if if you believe that everything has a soul, then does it, would the soul come back into that fucking dog? Right. Yeah, because that's strange. Like, are you splitting the soul in half? Are you right. creating something that looks and thinks like the previous or? You know, it's, well, like they're you know they're freezing people's bodies or their heads in the hopes of bringing them back to life one day. It's like, well, is is it going to be them? Like, is yeah. it what energy is going to occupy that person? Like, who who's going to be? Is it really that's the person? A, that's right? a great I mean, thing, man. Yeah, there's this book called The Untethered Soul, which is fucking great. It's a great book. Oh, yeah. You know, Bobby. I muted him because I don't know what the oh. fuck he's doing today. I'm about to <laughs> choke him out. <laughs> Holy so anyway, yes, yes, I know the book. It's a great book, right? I mean, it's it's like 
it ties together like you know sign of all the major religions view on what happens to you or it also like uh, goes into reincarnation because basically like this doctor who wrote the book and i can't remember his name right now he he regressed these people back to their energy state soul state whatever and he would regress them back to the point where they were in the realm whatever mm-hmm. you want to call that heaven and and in that realm they could choose their mother to come back to earth wow right and so you would say well why why would you choose a mother like in what are the uh the iraqi kurds that are getting murdered yo, whatever why would you choose that life it's like well you choose that life because you have to learn lessons to attain higher levels in this realm wow and so it's it's really fucking cool to read and you're like hmm now if this is true we our energy never dies and we come back and we can and that's when you have like like uh, soulmates they can be your best friend or your wife or your husband and, right. you, and we'll come back as like different you know different genders different sexes <laughs> yeah i don't know about yeah. the 180 genders but come back as, as you can come back as one or two see the my only problem with that author is i'm never choosing on a fucking iraqi kurd mother like so i'm just going to be bound to this earth forever i'm never going to lear- learn the lessons i need to you know what i'm saying well um, part i mean <laughs> well the other part is while you're here is that you forget about that oh, right. being there right yeah. but then you have these you have these instances where these little kids are like they remember like being in world war ii and flying with all these like being a pilot, there's this kid that was in Missouri or something. He remembered being a pilot until he's about four or five years old. He remembered being a pilot in World War II and he could name all the fucking people that was in his squadron and shit. Wow. Like never had even heard of any of this. But he right. was going, yeah, I flew with John and David and blah, and, and they went back and did research on this thing and they found, found these fucking people in the squadron he was in. Holy shit. So that's like you you come back for a little while you can remember your your previous life but while you're here occupying this is all according to the book I'm not saying this is what's happening but like right. while you're in this while you're on earth occupying this body you don't really remember all that stuff Sure So yeah. then when you die you go back up there now you realize what's going you know that you're the soul energy or whatever Cuz if and, you did remember you would basically not be learning the lesson you would pretend to learn the lesson so right yeah yeah exactly I, a great book good it's a good read i always talk shit on uh scientology because of like what they like once you get to like level eight they start telling you about like the thetans and like you know yes. getting thrown into volcanoes and and going into everybody's soul but i mean how fucking and i rip on it because l ron hubbard came up with he was the fucking biggest science fiction author ever but right. how much different is it than any other religion when you fucking think about it? People from the sky came down, fucking made Adam, took dirt and his rib and fucking created Eve. Like, it's not far off. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. You just, yeah. The, the religion origins are all fucking kind of weird. I mean, they're just all like, I mean, did that really happen? <laughs> did Jesus? I mean, I believe Jesus walked the, walked the earth. He was a person, but did yeah. he actually die and come back to life and did that really happen who knows I mean, right maybe it did i mean right. i believe there are enlightened beings that walk the earth like people that are you know maybe i don't know i guess, I guess best word is enlightened that they yeah ascended masters what kind of man? 
Ascended master. There, there you, you go. Like Moses for, for supposedly lived, he was like 600 years old. How the fuck did Moses live for 600 years? You know what I'm saying? Like, Yoda, man. That's fucking Yoda. Uh, so I'm watching. <laughs> have you seen Manifest, dude? The 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 show? On Netflix, yeah. Like the show about when they were in a plane and they went, went yeah. missing and time yeah. warp shit. Yeah. So I, I watched that from the beginning when it was on network. Oh, but really? I haven't watched the end of it. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know. If, uh, spoiler alert. That's uh, all right. So they're thinking like some of the passengers, like they find this piece of driftwood that's supposedly from Noah's Ark. Uh, okay. And, you know, there's still no explanation on how the plane disappeared and stuff. But they're saying uh, that they think some of the passengers like are Moses-esque and they start talking about different theories of Moses. So supposedly what we're told is that um, God was mad at the world. He told uh, uh, Moses to build the ark. I'm sorry, Noah's ark, right? Noah, not Moses. Yeah. Uh, He told Noah to build the ark. And they're saying that uh, that's one interpretation. But another interpretation is that Noah asked God to bring this flood and Noah only wanted to protect his family. So they take him from being good to too bad. And mm. you don't know, like, you know, all these stories are passed down and, you know, you don't know what could technically be, uh, if that was the case, like most, uh, Noah was like, um, uh, you know, just so cynical that he was like, I'm only going to take my family. And it brings right. up another point, Adam and Eve, have these kids, they fucked, produce more kids. We're all inbred at that point. Same thing with Mo, uh, Noah and his arc. Oh, 100%, yeah. Yeah, he, he brings him, his wife, and his sons and their girls, and then they repopulate the world, but those are cousins fucking and creating more people. So why would... <laughs> what? It's true. Is, is, was that okay back in the day, and then now uh, they realize that's not cool? To have the human race survive, I guess it's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, that's like uh, I was watching Wolf of Wall Street, and the guys he's at, he's like, "Do you are, is your wife your cousin?" He, uh, it's uh, Leonardo DiCaprio talking to Jonah Hill, and yeah. Jonah Hill just plays along. He's like, "Yeah, you know, I, I, she grew up hot." And as I'm thinking, like, <laughs> my friends wanted to fuck my cousin, but no, you're not going to fuck my cousin. I'm going to fuck my cousin. He's like, "So, uh, you know, we we got married, had kids, and and Leo Leo's like, aren't you worried about the kids like being slow or something?" He's like. Yeah, we we're worried. He's like, "What are you gonna do if if one of them is, you know, take him out to a field, drop him off, and go about my day?" But he's he's bullshitting the whole thing. He didn't marry his cousin, and it was just funny the way it went about. Dude, his fucking character, Jonah Hill's character in that movie is so fucking great. It's so the amazing. best, the best. So hilarious <laughs> when there when he gets Leo D to smoke crack for the first time in that little fucking back booth, and he's like, "I want to run," and we just get crazy. That's the start of. Dude, that that guy, man. If that was really his life, Jordan Belfort, I mean, that's fucking. I think it's supposed to be pretty close to it, but yeah, yeah, it's fucking wild, man. Flying on choppers, you know, he's flying all quaaluded out and fucking insane. Yeah, so that was they were talked about in the movie, like quaaludes. You can't get quaaludes anymore, right? They stopped making them, right? <laughs> it well, made there me was and what, what were the ones that they really liked? There was like yellow bees or something like that. They were like the fucking best ones or something. Yeah, yellow lemons or some shit like that. Why did they stop making quaaludes? Because everyone was abusing them, probably. <laughs> yes, for the I think for the same reason they started like you know back in the day, bear made heroin that was bought on the shelves. I think the wow, same yeah. thing with with the um, 
I think quaaludes are technically barbiturates, but okay. it's the first time where, I mean, cause now technically I think like Xanax is close to that, but I'm not sure, but it, it makes mm. me wonder why, I guess it was just being so abused and not really prescribed that they just stopped making it. But it fucked, I, you know, I would, I would like to try. Yeah. I mean, what does it do to you? Right. It's barbiturate like. Yeah. Said, well, you see him. You could barely talk and stuff like right. that. Like, <laughs> uh, the the best is when he goes to take his uh the car the Lamborghini out and he thinks he gets home safe and he fucking does. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, Bobby says Xanax is is close to it, but less powerful than Quaaludes. Ah, wow, less powerful. So, you guys were getting yeah. the stuff back done. Yes, so man. The fucking eighties are just wild. Just I mean. I- 80s on the Wall Street, 80s in music. I mean, we kind of got like the tail end of it as we started coming in. Like the, the beginning of the 90s were still kind of like the 80s of music. Yeah. And that was, and not not that we were, got into like the debauchery of it, but like the record companies had fucking boat tons, you know, shit tons of money and they would just fucking take you out to strip clubs and fucking dinners and just fucking wine and dine your ass. So we got some of that. But That's it was a, just, you know, it's just fucking wild, man. They, like you hear the stories about Motley Crue and Ozzy and those motherfuckers torn and yeah, like, they're all fucking Led's out of their minds and shit. Yeah. It's like wow, fucking total debauch. Like real groupies. That was like real groupies back in the <laughs> right, right. Total debauchery. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I mean, I think now because wasn't it back in the day like the record company they made majority of the money off your records, but the artists. Oh yeah and toured and they basically made that money. I think now the record company has their hand in all of it. They're taking money from your, tour. they try to, yeah, they try to do 360 deals. Yes. Crazy. Fuck no. If you're an artist or an up and coming artist, never do that. Yeah. Never let the fucking record company in on your touring or your merchandise. No, 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 no. That's for you and you alone. I mean, that's just insane that they're yeah. trying to do that. And I get it because you don't need a record company anymore. If you got, Somebody with some shekels no. and some marketing and some home studio equipment, you can make an album just as good as a as a studio. Yes. Oh, hell yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And then you if you have it. somebody marketing for you, you know. Yeah. To, Gonna be uh, able to pay him. Bobby, what are you talking about with NFTs? Because I have so much problem with NFTs that, you know, it's it, it just seems like a sham to me. Like uh, the fucking... Well, right. Right now, it's it is pretty much a Ponzi scheme. I mean, all of crypto is a Ponzi scheme. Uh, scheme, to be honest with you, but there are a few companies that will, you know, make it. Um, but as far as NFTs, I was saying that artists could release their own, you know, their own stuff by themselves. Like Tom McDonald is a perfect example of an artist that did his own thing. You know, as so, a record yeah. company. That makes sense for me. So using an NFT almost as like a copyright for your own music and stuff yeah. like that. But when people are yeah. buying fucking pictures that I could take a screenshot of and it's their NFT, fuck off, dude. What, yeah, that's fucking crazy. Now I own it. I just screenshotted it. You know? Right. Um, yeah, they get crazy with them. Yeah. Like what was that one? Something Ape Club or something. And it was just like board, all these board, different board, versions board. of apes. Yeah, board, board Ape Club. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Bored ape club, uh, free mm-hmm. fuckers out there, but uh, now Bitcoin, Bitcoin has these frogs now <clears throat> that that went up to about thirty thousand dollars. Frogs, 
Yeah. <laughs> is it the board? I mean, they, it, yep. it, it is cool art and stuff like that, uh, what I saw, but, you know, Justin Bieber was, like, buying them for 400000 and I think the, the, the promise was is if it was used in any type of media, you know, you get a portion of it since you own it, but yes. you know, it just seems like all bullshit. I saw on Rogan, uh, Beeple, he actually creates art, uh, and it's an NFT. That I kind of get, because, again, that's like you're copywriting your own shit, but when you're buying NFTs from somebody else, it, it, it total Ponzi scheme to me, mm. you know? Yep. See, it's, it's definitely fucking scammy. That's for sure. Yeah. We got to figure out how to, um, you know, I'll take pictures of my poop and make an NFT. If anybody, anybody wants it. Um, yeah. yeah. Are, are you still into, uh, I don't know if we've talked about this or if you do talk about it, uh, the Bitcoin thing, mining. Yeah. Are, did you still mess with that? Yeah, still mess with that, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good. That's a uh, um we were talking about it one time, uh because some some the people trying to get you to not Bitcoin mine, they they try to make you say, Well, it costs too much energy, you pay more in energy than you would actually mine, and that's not the case. You know? Well, it depends on where you're how much you're paying for your energy and ah and so where you're getting it from. Yeah. Gotcha. Got you. So for all you people out there, go mine away, but uh, make sure you're getting that uh, clean, cheap energy. You see on your iPhone, you could like pick to only charge it when you're like in the clean energy zone, which I looked is like fucking midnight to like three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> that, that's that's when it's the, uh, you know, <sighs> goals and all that. Yeah, stuff. that uh, right. But that, but like, what clean energy is that? It's not fucking solar. Or, well, it could be wind, but it's not solar. <laughs> right, right. I yeah, solar, wind, water. I feel like if they just put turbines in all of our rivers, they're out of sight. They're out of mind. Probably better than wind energy. Like Elon Musk said, he needs one hundred by one hundred miles of solar panels, and he could uh uh energize the entire United States. One hundred. Right. By 100 miles, that's nothing. And he right. could, you know, give us energy throughout the whole United States. And if that's the fucking case and we're not hopping on that, there's a fucking problem, dude, in my eyes. And I believe. Well, I mean, I, he knows what he's talking about, and I believe him. He's, yeah, I guess they also need batteries as well. Right. To yeah. Store it, right. But, right. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's the size of the solar field you need to make that enough energy, which seems, you know, you put 100 square miles into the fucking some of this desert out here in the, in the country in uh, you know Western United States. Right. Okay. Great. Seems put, seems doable. Definitely. And then you could literally put the batteries fucking 30 feet underground below the uh, solar field, and it's you know it's all encompassed. It's all in one fucking area. You're not even seeing the batteries. Right. And it and that's good because it'll keep the batteries at a good temperature. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't get um... well. One of the one of the problems is like all the all the and, and this is a stupid thing in America. Like all the grids are not interconnected, right? In America, so that's you know. Texas learned that the hard way, I think. When yes, they, they did, yeah. Um, so it's, you know, it doesn't make sense that that's the case, but that's how it is. <laughs> well, I guess in, 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 for if you were to have a blackout in New York and it were to affect the whole United States, maybe that's why they separate them like that. So I kind of see why. But 
yeah, you would think an internet uh, interconnected system that they could shut off here, shut off there would be the best. But who are we? We're just dumb people. <laughs> exactly. We're just, you know, stupid people talking, talking yeah. bullshit. <laughs> We're just living on this earth. Uh, and, you know, it's just strange when like the simple things make sense and like something like that could have been done all this time. And yet we're just burning massive amounts of coal and all this shit and, and polluting like for, for, forget what, what, what it's doing to the uh, environment on a whole, but just go to one of those coal uh, burning towns and you could see on these people's cars, on their, on their houses, the soot that falls out of the fucking earth. I mean, you know, falls out of the sky from the coal burning. Like that's on a massive scale, but like in a small town where it's going on, you could physically see it. So mm -hmm. just imagine what all those particles are doing as they're, you know, all over the place burning coal for that. It's sure. Meanwhile, China and India are building coal plants at a fucking record pace still. Yeah, man. If you look at, uh, I guess, carbon emissions, like, yeah, we're, we're, I think we're third on the list, but China is ahead by so much. It's not even crazy. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, Bobby said that China wears masks for the smog, but when I went, I went there to visit and I was asking everybody because they were wearing masks. Um, they were really said that they were doing it not for smog because that doesn't do dick for smog. They said that it was really to stop, um, you know, the spread of colds and flus and stuff like that. But I would say like 80% of the people were masked way before COVID. I was there. In well, it, what's funny about that, if that's the case, is that, you know, smog part particles are way bigger than virus particles. Right. Right. So, like what are your masks doing? Nothing. Nothing. Right. Um, yeah, Ch China's crazy though. There's ghost cities over there because uh -huh. they're just ramping up, building stuff like crazy. And then, you know, there are people that would be living in these places, they don't have the money for it. So, like the developers and government do, but not the people. Well, no, so they built those cities because they all Chinese people were encouraged to invest in real estate. So they buy like second, third houses as investments. Ah. And so there were these huge Chinese, you know, company or uh, government backed companies that were building all these houses and saying, you know, all the, all the citizens are like, Oh, we're buying real estate, you know? Right. But they're putting money into literally towns that are, that have nobody in them. Yeah. Right. So, so when you, when you have that much property, they have like, I thought I, I read a read this thing where they have uh, double the population amount of properties in the country. Oh wow! Right? Yeah. So you have what 1.4 billion people? You have like 2.8 billion houses in fucking That's China. Crazy. That's crazy. And half of them are not occupied because they're just bought. But what's happening is in China when you invest in a real estate project, like a brand new real estate project. Yeah. In 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 the U.S. like. They're building a house and you say, I want to buy that house, right? And trying to contract. You don't start paying for that house until they fucking deliver it to you. Right? right. In China, you want to buy that apartment or that house. You start paying for it as soon as you sign for it. Uh, so what's happening is these companies are starting to go bankrupt. They're not finishing the houses. These people are now paying for something that's not even finished or even fucking started for that matter. Uh, and they're all starting to rebel against it. It's, it's like a gigantic housing bubble in China. That yeah, is going to burst. Well, it's just funny though. The people developing, you know, they set the price of what the house is, and then all of a sudden they go bankrupt while uh while while making these houses. It's like 
no, motherfucker, this was your plan all along, and you're mm-hmm. fucking siphoning money somewhere, and then fuck over thousands, millions of people, whatever the fuck it is. Uh, yeah. And you would That's hope a big problem. Yeah, you would hope in America there's a course of action for that, which I'm pretty sure there is. But I guess over there you're just up shit. Well, you can sue in America. I don't know if you can sue these companies in China. They well, especially- of, they they go bankrupt and go out of business, and everyone's just fucked. Especially since the government is basically the one sanctioning those companies. Like, you're not doing business in China without the government saying, okay. So it's like they're in bed with each other, and the government probably saw, like, more money in their pocket letting them go out and keeping the money. I, I mean, I don't know. That's being cynical, but um, it just it just seems weird and strange like that. Mm-hmm. It's pretty wild. Dude, they eat crazy over there, man. Um, <laughs> I've heard that. I've never been. So the wet markets, like I got to see what that shit is like. And it's literally, you know, raw sewage running behind these street vendors. And they're, you know, got fucking bats, chickens, all all stuff hanging out in the heat, just getting sunbeat on them with this nasty shit smell. So you got rotting animals and raw sewage and you're getting a smell of that. And Mm. oh my God. Yeah. Like after I saw that, I was like, I'm surprised there's not more disease over here. Like you're eating and cooking that close to raw shit um, that, you know. So when I first heard about COVID, I was like, oh, that's that's possible. You know, a, it came from a bat. <laughs> you know, they tricked me pretty, pretty good. Uh, mm. and, and <laughs> as you start to, to look into it, you're like, oh, no, you guys were doing that research in that town. And it started there. Yeah, right. probably from a bat. Sure. And that research was sent there by by Obama. Oh, and Fauci. Not that research. They were funding oh. other research there. That's right. Know? They were funding not yeah. gain of function research. The fuck. And according that? to Fauci, it's not gain of function when you make a virus more <laughs> able to infect people. That's not gain of function. Dude, that you don't know what you're talking about. Right. I mean, the flip flops that guy had, you know, in the beginning when we didn't have enough PPE for like the EMTs and hospitals and stuff like that, don't wear a mask, don't wear a mask. Then yeah, all- they don't do anything, don't have to wear them. Right. right. And then yeah. three weeks later, we got a whole shipment in mask up. You have to be masked. You could spread the virus. Now wear two masks. Now wear three masks. Yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah. How about fuck off? And it's like, how about people just, I don't know. It just, I just wish people would discuss this more and just be more open. Like, don't be so close. I guess that's my point for every time I speak. It just don't be so close minded and don't take what people tell you as face value. Look into stuff because we need to wake up as a fucking society, as an as a people of earth, the mm-hmm. whole earth needs to wake up. I mean, we are all one people breathing the same fucking air. So what our politicians and governments do to divide us is not cool anymore. And we have the power to communicate properly now. And we could talk to people in China. We could talk to people in India. And we could literally solve a lot of shit by talking things out and really discussing and and seeing who the fucking bad apples are in this world and getting rid of them. Getting rid of them. Exactly. Vote them out or use your dollars not to pay the companies that are doing this to you. I mean, yeah, it's it's wild. It's wild. Um, people just don't want to fucking, you know, that they're they're completely wrong and they don't want to admit it. At some point you become complicit and you don't become wrong. You actually become part of the problem. And and you know, that's that's where the issues lie. Um anybody could be wrong, you know. I'm wrong fucking more than half the time. But when I am, I acknowledge it and then I, you know, try to do right, which 
somehow we've lost that as a fucking society. And we really do have so much power with our communication that we have now. Like it doesn't need to be so closed off and, 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 you know, the world leaders giving us the information because they're giving us the wrong information. Right. And in, in, through COVID it's like, they started making, doing research or reading like a bad thing. Like, don't, don't, don't do your own research. Right. What are you talking about. Oh, right. you're going to go research that on Google. Oh, okay. Uh, Dr. Google. It's like, right. um, no, I just find stuff that actually seems to be true. And then it turns out to be true. Yeah. But that's then censored by the media and fucking social media and whoever else. But then, then it becomes true. And everyone's like, oh yeah, it was true. Like, right. I knew it was true in fucking 2020. Well, it, like, it shows. Was, I'm crazy. Yeah. Well, it showed that they're scared of us communicating and discussing stuff. Like when you can't discuss stuff out in the open, there's something right. wrong. Oh, well, when you can't discuss something out in the open, that means there's hiding something. Right. But, but they, they make, but what they do is they turn everybody against the people that are like trying to tell everybody what, what's really going on. Yes. They're crazy. Don't talk. Right. Don't listen to them. They're against there's that, that one, uh, one comedian, I forget his name right now, but he was saying, you know, he's like, it's like what like what if you applied that kind of logic to, to buying a car? It's like, I'm gonna go buy a car. It's like, don't look into it, don't do any <laughs> research on that car. Well, how am I supposed to know what the car's about? Ask the salesman, he's the expert. <laughs> well, well put. That's a great analogy. That's don't exactly do any research. Great. What do you read now? What's wrong with you? It's like <laughs> you're gonna ask questions. What? Yeah, exactly. You're gonna, you're gonna read and ask questions. What's what is wrong with you? Oh, um, I don't know. Just want to figure out what the fuck is going on. Dude, it was scary for a second, man. Like if, if I think if Rogan didn't go to Spotify when he did, he was 100% going to be canceled off of YouTube and would have been scrambling oh, yeah. on his own shit. And he was a fucking beacon of light during this whole misinformation. <laughs> he was like the only person who could talk openly about stuff and not really, you know, worried about being canceled because his audience was so big and Spotify was cool. Fortunately. Yeah, absolutely. But, yep. And him and then and then Elon. I mean, yes. Fucking Twitter to save it. <laughs> yes. I want to <laughs> applaud that guy. He puts his money where his mouth is, not just with buying Twitter, but with 44 billion for Twitter he paid for it. Way overvalued. He knows it. Right. And now he doesn't care so much that major advertisers leaving and he just said fuck you leave that exactly or they're trying to tell him what not to put up or what to say he's just like right. fuck you right no i love it and we need but more. then yeah exactly but then the left like is against him I'm like right. um why because he they, they, they want to let he, he lets hate speech on there oh please hate speech he, no, anything you don't agree with is hate speech that's the problem with calling it hate speech right he he gets the propaganda and 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 puts it a, a spin on it so you could see oh shit they're fucking lying to us right now and then he lets the other voices on the other side speak that's what a free society is you have kooks you have people on the you know that, yeah. are, that are right you let them all mesh together and you know the 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 best wins usually i think it's amazing he's letting alex jones back on the fucking platform me too i mean he shouldn't have been taken off anyway yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, he, you know, the Sandy Hook thing is fucked up. He got that wrong. But he's the fucking shit that he's predicted and fucking, and well, not even, I don't know if it's a prediction. I, he's learned about, told everybody about before it happened. Right. It's been pretty fucking amazing. Can I share some real quick? 
Yeah, hold sure. on, Bobby. Hold that thought one second because I just want to ask one thing. Now, he went to court for the shit he said about Sandy Hook. And yeah, the family sued him. Yeah. Okay. And I believe, you know, that's 100% wrong, but what, what, we, what he was saying. But we do live in America with free speech. What he was saying wasn't creating, you know, violence or inciting a riot. It was, he was stating his opinion. How the fuck right. did he get sued and actually lose? Uh, for saying words, and it was a lot of money. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, that's the one good things and bad things about America. You can sue anybody for anything, but you know, you get your day in court. Right, uh, and the court got it wrong there, in my opinion. Bobby, uh, we'll let you get your your uh, your thought out, and we'll uh, we'll wrap. I, I just want to I want to show a funny picture somebody sent me. I want to share it with you guys. It's of because uh, we only like dick pics here. October's over. What are you talking about? October is over. <laughs> it's bend over December. What do you got, Bobby? Yeah, what do you got? All right. Let me let me find it. Um I'm supposed to have this up before he tells about it. Yeah, my God. <laughs> Our producer. I, I had it. I had it. And then it, it disappeared. Oh, here it is. Here it is. All right. <laughs> The return. Of- <laughs> nice. Yes. That's fucking great. That's that funny. Oh, they uh, couldn't find any more fucking crazy liberals than the two those two. You, you know? <laughs> know right? The truth will be heard once again. They could get you see uh, the gay frogs. <laughs> is that Stephen Hawking's in the back? Who is that? No, no it's, it's that that freak girl. Yeah, there's oh. two of them. There's two of those two of those screaming fucking Greta fucking no, it's not. No, I wish it was Greta Thunberg. It's not her. Some liberals. Yo, I don't know, but is it a guy or girl in the background? I'm not being funny here. I'm just really They're two girls. Well, I mean, uh, we probably misgendered them, so now we're gonna get canceled. But whatever. Please, the one, the, the one with the glasses. She was on the day that Trump got elected. She was filmed in fucking D.C. going like fucking screaming her head off like a fucking maniac. Hey. And then that other one, I've seen her, the other one with glasses, the the one with the beanie on was the one screaming that when Trump got uh, elected. The other one, I don't know, but I've seen her. She was at like Hillary's uh, fucking DNC or some shit. Like, was that her? Because I remember, my God, when that word came out, it looked like fucking, they just ate a shit sandwich, man. They were fucking (laughs) insane. They fucking did. Um. Yeah, I mean, oh God. And it wasn't as bad as the second election where people got fucked and all that stuff. But you can't say that. I mean, the election was real. No uh fraudulent activity going on there at mm, all. No, no. I wonder, I wonder, I mean, there had to be up, you know, back in the day when George Washington, you were voting for him, like what were they, paper ballots and all that shit? Imagine all the corruption that could happen back then. I guess. I mean, I don't know. Were people more honest back then? I'm not sure. Maybe I don't know. I mean, I feel like they were like doing they were doing crazy shit back in the day. Like like Romans were fucking like little kids like back in the day. And it was acceptable. Like people spoke about it and it's like, oh, you know, oh, I'm going to go bang with like and it was OK. Pedophilia was OK. Interesting. Yeah, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Um, And I think that went pretty far. Uh, up until when it became unacceptable, which is insane as a fucking hmm. society. 
um, that they didn't know back in the day. Like, oh, they're not fully formed human beings. Like, we could fuck them up royally uh, and create vicious cycles. Right. Uh, yeah, but I was just reading about that somewhere, and it just it blew my mind. And then I was like, oh, shit. Like, think about Socrates and shit. Like, he had, like, a fucking 13-year-old stable boy chilling with him and shit. Like, crazy, crazy stuff. Interesting. Yes, and we'll leave it there, ladies and gentlemen. All right. <laughs> the, the gracious two back again. Uh, next week we have a cool guest coming on. Uh, Steve Savo is his name. Uh, cool dude, longtime live fan. Um, cool. and he does some cool stuff himself. He's got uh sons that are really cool, man. That they're making uh their own movies and stuff. And he sent me mm. some trailers and stuff. They're really fucking produced well, written well, acted well. So he'll be on. He's got a lot of questions for you, Chad. And uh, I said, we'll, uh, best. yeah, I said, we'll debut some of his son's stuff and show the audience cool. that. And, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's cool, man. So I'm excited uh, again. Apologies about today, folks, but it is a live show and we do run into stuff here and there. So that's why we were guest list uh, guest less this week. But um, it was good to catch up with, with with you, Chad, because there's a lot of times we get going and then the guest comes in and we got to stifle it. My ADHD yeah. kicks in, yours kicks in. We forget what we were talking about. Never exactly. Like, what, what, wait a minute, what were we talking about? Right. Uh, all good. But thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, go to any of our social medias. I believe I have links popped up there for the gear and for all of our audio and videos and stuff like that. So, Chad, I'll give you that link for the uh, gear. But uh, thank you guys for for being with us, checking us out, and uh, we hope to keep entertaining. Peace, Bobby, everyone. Tell the audience thank you. later. He's quiet now. He's fucking loud as fuck during the show. But <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't mean to be making noise. That was that was the other computer I had to walk away from, and there's somebody like, in that room. Like I forgot to mute. Let me stop this live stream. Still live. Yes. Yeah. Later, folks. Bye, everyone. <laughs>